Welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast on NewWorkRevolution.com. Take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution. Here's your host, Brandon Allen. All right, welcome to the New Work Revolution podcast here on NewWorkRevolution.com. This is Brandon Allen, and today I want to talk about creating your formula for success. In the coaching space, in leading workshops, and working with leaders, and working with business owners, one of the things that comes up a lot is the need that people have to identify and define some sort of formula that will help dictate whether or not that person who's looking for that formula will be successful. And in coaching, there's a lot of different people who talk about, look, this is the blueprint for success or, you know, A plus B equals C. And if you do these things, if you listen to my way, then you will be successful. Now, for me personally, I am a big fan of heuristics. I love uh, mental models. I love all those things, right? I, I love having shortcuts that kind of help me understand a concept differently or understand, you know, how something can be applied to my specific situation. But in the end, there's no formula for success. Uh, because ultimately, if we're talking about creating true freedom for ourselves, and we're looking at creating success in a way that we were built and designed as individuals to uh, be successful, that formula is going to be something that's unique to you. And if anyone ever tries to tell you something different than that, they are not being genuine with you about what success looks like. And I think it's a very lazy model of coaching and personal development to assume that my way is the only way for success or that I should ram my way down your throat so that you can uh, so that you can be successful. And you know, I think that a lot of times people embrace the success formula. And sometimes we'll tell, you know, we'll get people that we work with in the personal finance space or the people that we work with in business coaching, and they just say, Well, tell me what you would do. And the reality is, is here's the problem with tell me what you would do, or I just want to do it how you do it. Is how I use my money how I run my business, how I talk to my employees, how I raise my kids, how I partner with my spouse is going to be different than how you want to do it. And you may not resonate or like the way that I do it. And so I want to always recognize and acknowledge that there's a way that someone else wants to do it. Now, you may not know what that looks like, and I'm going to get into that here in a second. But I think a lot of reasons why we embrace or try to embrace someone else's success formula is because of, you know, we think that we're not smart enough. And and I think, you know, a lot of times I, I, I work with people who think, you know, I'm not smart enough to figure this out on my own or, or man, I'm just not as successful as this other person who seems to have it all figured out, which coincidentally, they probably don't have it as figured out as you think they do, but it appears that they do. So now we're thinking, gosh, well, I don't have my crap together like this person, so I want to just learn how this person does it because they just seem more successful than me. And when we talk about success, just in and of itself, when we talk about a success formula, it supposes that 
everyone has the same definition of success. And I think the more we read about, uh, you know, different people and, and different things, you know, I, I just, uh, I, I was just pointed out this quote by Julian Lennon, uh, not too long ago when he was talking about John Lennon and he was talking about the, the song Imagine and, and, you know, it's a song that a lot of people like and, and it's really resonated with them. And, and Julian had said that, you know, it's, it's a shame that John didn't put the same sort of caring and compassion that he did for the world with his own family. And I thought, damn, I mean, that is really rugged, right? But there's a lot of people that we, that we look up to, that we admire, that we aspire to, that don't necessarily operate the way that we would probably like to operate, but yet we're hoping to have maybe that person's level of success. But the reality is, is maybe we don't want success in the way that that person wants to have that sex or <laughs> sex success. So uh, Freudian slip there. So, you know, when we think about just not being smart enough, not being enough, just recognize that you are enough. And Einstein said that, you know, if we judge, uh, you know, everyone's a genius, but if we judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing it's stupid. So my belief is, is that everyone has the capability and the ability to come up with and identify their success formula. Now, how do we do that? What does that look like? I think there's a, a few components that I want to talk about with this. Number one is defining and understanding what your sole purpose is. What is your purpose for existence? What is the thing that you were put on this earth to do? And how do we find out what that is, right? Because this is a big thing. Number one, I really feel like this is a, a lifelong journey. This is something that as I peel a layer back to my own purpose and my own understanding, the more I start to uncover more things about who I am and how I like to operate that allow me to express my purpose in a more powerful way. Some really cool tools to uh, uncover purpose. One being, um, just look, ask other people what they think you're exceptional at. And the, the problem with purpose and understanding purpose is it beca- it's so natural to us that it's like breathing. And, and we don't think about it because it's just the things that we do that we're great at, we just do it. That's just kind of how we are. And you know, we, we don't think that, oh, wow, this is really special that we're doing it. In fact, the 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 rub here is that you believe if you can do it, it's not that remarkable, right? That's the that's the thing that really holds us back a lot of times. We think if I can do it, well, it must not be that special because who am I? And and that's a really common thing. And and if you think you're the only one that thinks that way, I promise you that there uh, most people think that way. And some people have to be reminded about what it is that they're good at. Ask people what that is. Think about things that have been placed on your heart, right? There's just things that you care about that you have a heart for. And, and maybe, um, you know, and, and there's a lot of different ways that you, you can express your purpose, right? I mean, you don't have to start a business with everything that's been placed on your heart and things that you care about, but what are those things that, that you do care about that you have a heart for that, that you could, you know, pour yourself into, you know, what are those things that, you know, could become a business or, or a platform for a business because you care deeply about it? What are your set of experiences that you've had in your career up to this point that, uh, have helped you to demonstrate a, a knowledge and understanding in a certain area that you enjoy that you could then, you know, 
potentially turn into a business or, or find a career path that really supports that, right? So, you know, what is what is your purpose? You know, what is what is the thing that you're really great at? And that's going to help to define what your success formula is because you're going to start to uh, understand more and more about who you are and how you create value and and you will follow that, uh, you know, that particular pathway to success. Uh, but in doing this, the second thing is, is to create space to analyze what you're doing, you know, and, and this is the hardest thing. If you're busy all the time, if you're running, running, running all the time and you don't create any margin or white space in your life, then you're probably not thinking at a deep level about what you're doing, why you're doing it, how you're doing it, how you feel about the things that you're doing. And that's really important. It's important to step back and assess what you're doing and, and how you're doing it. So if you don't set up time to have white space that's just unscheduled time, if you don't take trips, if you don't take time off, look at how you can do that differently. What's an activity that, you know, that just gets you inside of your head and allows you to kind of think about what you're doing? I do a fair amount of distance running. I've done marathons recently, half marathons. And distance running is just one of those things. I'll go out on a long run on a Saturday and I'll spend an hour, two hours, sometimes even three hours, depending on what I'm training for, and just think about different things. And I come up with a lot of different ideas or or ahas in just kind of looking at myself objectively, at least as, as objectively as I can, and, and assessing what's going on. But if I never, if you never create the space for that, if you're just someone that's always running and always busy, you're going to miss some of those opportunities for learning and understanding that will help you understand what your success formula is. Now, when it comes to growth, the third thing that I talk about is setting a big vision for yourself. Uh, I, I love the uh, Matthew McConaughey, I, I believe it was an Oscar speech that he that he gave two or three years ago. And, and he said, you know, I have three people, uh, you know, three things, three people that I look up to, you know, or, or he had like three relationships that were important to him. One was having someone to look up to, uh, one was someone to look forward to, and then the other one was someone to chase. And the person that he was chasing was him in 10 years. Uh, if you haven't seen the spe- speech, go check it out. I'll also put it in the show notes in uh, uh, you know at newworkrevolution.com as well so you can see that. But I really love that. Someone to chase is him in 10 years. Where Where is he going? What's next? Because the worst thing that can happen in life is when we achieve a specific goal or we achieve a finish line in our life and then we don't know what's next. And I've talked to people who, and this sounds like a great problem to have, who told me, Brandon, at 40 years old, I accomplished everything that I ever wanted to accomplish in life. And now I don't know what to do. And I'm miserable because of it. And that's really hard. So what is that vision? What is that thing that will stretch you, that grow you? And I'll tell you right now, if you're sitting here thinking, man, I don't know what that is. I don't know what I need to grow in. I don't know what what's next for me. If you don't have a growth step that you're working on, you probably don't have a stretch goal. You probably don't have a big vision that's stretching you to grow. And, and right now, I would suggest that if you feel like, hey, I, I, there's no growth that's available to me, then you're, you're kind of stuck. You've plateaued at a certain level. And that may not necessarily be a bad thing, but that's just the reality of kind of where you're at and, and where you're functioning at currently. But have a big vision. Have something that you are chasing. What's the next thing that you can chase? Why do we want to do that? Look, it just keeps things exciting, right? Uh, it keeps things fun. It keeps things fresh. It also helps us to learn more and more about ourselves. So when we talk about 
developing your own success formula, you've got a better feel and understanding for what that looks like. The last, uh, one of the last things here, don't be afraid to fail. And when it comes to success formula, you're never going to know what you're capable of if you don't take chances, if you don't try new things. And I think about just something like public speaking. Public speaking, I was not interested. I had been approached about public speaking. I'd been asked to public speak. Did not want to do it. Just said, hey, I'm not a speaker. And I think part of that was fear. I think part of that was uh, not wanting to be vulnerable. I think there was a lot of things that I had to hang up with. But I'm glad that I finally just said, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to get out of my comfort zone. And I'm going to do that. And I'm always trying to challenge myself to do new things and try different things and not be afraid to fall on my face so that I can learn better what works and what doesn't work for the next iteration of something that I try. Uh, you know, a great example of that, I bought a, a camper. You know, I've never owned a camper. It's a 27-foot trailer. Uh, you know, I've been pulling it around this summer, camping with my family. Man, I was scared to death to park that thing, to pull it, um, to do all those things. I was like, oh my God, I just kept thinking about like what could go wrong here and how stupid I'm going to look uh, trying to operate this machinery and and utilize that because I don't know anything about it. But what I found is that, look, uh, at the other side of your fear and your challenge is things that you enjoy. And actually what I realized is that um, something I thought that maybe I would hate owning is something that I actually enjoy owning. And it's it's been a really positive experience for me and my family this summer. And that's just pushing through and not being worried about you know how I'm going to look or what that looks like. And I think as a sidebar to the whole failure thing, coming up with your success formula is about understanding who you are and being authentically you. And I think this is really hard for people because we want to put ourselves in a box. We 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 get caught up into oh my gosh, don't say that. What's that person going to think? Or oh my gosh, you know, don't do that. What's that? You know, I, I you know it. Just, I had one of these moments uh, not too long ago. I'd recorded a podcast. My wife shared it on Facebook. Uh, my my uh, my pastor's wife happened to listen to the podcast. And sometimes, as you know, uh, the, the there's colorful language and different things that get shared and expressed on my podcast. And when my wife said, "Oh, my," you know, the pastor's wife listened to the podcast, and I thought, "Oh goodness." Um, you know, I just was waiting for the call saying, Hey, you know, don't come back to church, you know, that kind of thing. And actually, you know what? She said she liked it, right? I mean, she, she said she enjoyed it and I was really nervous about it, but, um, I think we all kind of get into that deal where we want to filter ourselves and we want to maybe show up differently than who we really are. Cause we're worried about, gosh, what are people going to think if I just express myself and share my views and share my opinion in a way that's authentically me and, you know, that's something that can be really hard to do, but understanding, uh, you know, understanding this is part of the process and this is part of the expression really allows you to find the success formula that works for you. I have a lot of people that enjoy coming to workshops that I do called the Strategic Business Forum uh, workshop series. But the reality is, is sometimes I get feedback from people who want me to show up differently than how I show up at the workshop. But the reality is, is that I tried to do it a more corporate and buttoned up way, and it just wasn't me. It didn't feel right. It didn't flow right. It wasn't passionate. It was very stifled. And when I started to just let it out and started to express myself in a way that is comfortable for me, that that I'm used to expressing myself as, 
you know, the, the workshop just got better. The reviews got better. People resonated with it more. And I just stopped worrying about the feedback and the criticism that was really more about who I was than something that was going to necessarily make the workshop better. And that's hard to, you know, it's hard to sometimes embrace that. But, uh, you know, Carl Rogers said that who I am is enough if only I would be it openly. And the cool thing about the success formula for you is that the one thing that people can't copy, the one thing that is unique is who you are. Your set of circumstances, experiences, knowledge, talents, and abilities, those things are unique. That package is unique to you. Unlocking the package and understanding how the package works takes a lifelong commitment of understanding and self-awareness that when you dive deeply into that and start to uncover that, you can bring that out into the world in a powerful way and really create value for other people. And when you do that, now you've got your success formula. So I want to thank everyone for listening this week. I hope this was helpful. I hope this gives you some tidbits of things to think about, things that you can try differently to unlock your own formula for success. And hopefully in the end, what it leads to is you being authentically you, you being openly you, and you going out and creating the massive value that you are created to build for other people. So thanks again for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the New Work Revolution podcast on newworkrevolution.com. Until next time, take your business leadership to the next level and join the revolution.